Okay, chapter eight is mind-blowing, and we're not gonna really even get to the, the major mind-blowing stuff tonight, but uh, we'll try to get through the first half of this chapter. In Proverbs eight, it starts out with wisdom. You find it right where you're at, okay? Wherever you are, if you wanna hear it, you can hear wisdom. Verse one says, doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of, the high, of high places by the way in the places of the paths, she crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. So notice that wisdom is speaking before you get where you're going. Wherever it is that you're going, and you may be going the wrong direction, uh, you, can't, you can't say it's not because wisdom didn't try to turn you around. Before you ever get where you're going, wisdom is telling you, wisdom is calling you out, wisdom is giving you her counsel. The question is, is can you hear her? If you can't hear her, just ask for an appointment. Okay, that's your next blank. Just ask for an appointment with wisdom. James chapter one, this is a very famous cross-reference for us. If we lack wisdom, right, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. It's just as simple as that. And he doesn't upbraid you because you don't have it. Uh, it, it pleases the Lord. Read the, read, the, read the story, study the life of Solomon. Uh, he could have had anything from the Lord and he asked for wisdom and it pleased the Lord, his request. Now, when you look at wisdom, she is personified. Wisdom is personified as a woman. That begs you to contrast her with the woman of Proverbs chapter seven, doesn't it? So contrast is your next blank. Contrast wisdom with the whore of chapter seven. And where wisdom is calling out to you, right? She's speaking, she is available. She's speaking before you get where you're going. Uh, the, 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 the whore, right? The strange woman, she's trying to get you off track. She's trying to get you off path. She's not upfront about where her path leads. She's speaking in chapter seven in the dark. Wisdom is speaking plainly in chapter eight. The strange woman's speech leads to death. And we saw that at the end of chapter seven. Now look at verse four, what wisdom is saying. She says, unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. And so notice she's speaking particularly to our young men. So if you're young, okay, you're under 40. Man, praise the Lord. Wisdom is crying out. I wanna say to us, but it wouldn't be technically true. Wisdom is crying out to you, and so you can know, this is the good news, you can know what's right. You can know what's right. I remember being a young man thinking, you know, anytime I'd face a crisis in life, and you know, I'd basically come to the end of myself, my life falls apart, and I would would come to these crisis moments, and what do I, you know, my cry to God is, "What, what, what, what do I do, what do I do? You know, if you just tell me what you want me to do, I'd do it, said the liar, you know. I mean, I have a whole Bible and I'm not even reading it and my life comes apart and, and I'm crying out for wisdom and I'm just not listening. Wisdom is speaking so you can know what's right. In Genesis 2:17, wisdom was speaking, but she got ignored in Genesis chapter three and that was catastrophe. This was destruction, death on all men. In Genesis four, wisdom was speaking in Abel's offering. And Cain ignored what was acceptable to God, and murder was the result. King Herod, wise men, literally, they're wise men, speaking to him about the coming of the promised Messiah, 
And instead of listening and submitting to God's truth, he rebelled. And this antichrist goes on a murder infanticide spree. And so today, wisdom is speaking. And the question is, will we listen or will we rebel? Will we be blessed in following after God? Or are we going to go into catastrophe and destruction? Wisdom is speaking. Are we listening and receiving? Her path isn't always easy, but it's right. It may be a hard way, but it's a right way, and it's life. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it, Matthew 7. Um, man, there is, a, there is a straight path in the will of God laid out in the word of God, and wisdom cries it, she declares it. Are we listening? We better because we need direction. We don't know how to go in and of ourselves. There's none that seek after God, not naturally. God, wisdom seeks us out. Okay, now verse seven, we see the second section. What are the excellent and right things that wisdom declares? She's saying, listen, I'm speaking excellent and right things. Okay, what are they? Verse seven, we find out that she's speaking truth. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. So it's truth, it's righteousness. There is nothing froward or perverse in them. So you remember we talked about froward and how that is, a perver- it's perverse in and of itself. It's crooked, right? It's, it's warped. There's nothing crooked in my speech. There's nothing perverse. In other words, these are right words, words or your next blank. And Jesus said it this way, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We need the right words of God, and I give you the rest of the cross-references there in Proverbs. We need right words, and she's speaking right words to right people. People is your next blank. Verse nine says, they are all plain to who? To him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. In other words, there's some that will not be able to receive wisdom. Wisdom is speaking, but we're not listening. And some are too full of themselves, right? Plain speech, but they can't understand it because they're too full of themselves. They're too full of their education. They're too full of their experience. They're too full of their their, their feelings or their emotions, what they think. And pride says, well, you know, I hear what the Bible is saying, but here's how I feel. Here's what I think. Um, It's been too long since I saw the movie Avatar, so I'm gonna be fuzzy on that. I mentioned this to you before. You remember the scene where the where the sexy, hot, cat, jungle people, model, cat, walk, walk and model people, the, you know what I'm talking about, the, the, the cat, the cat tribe. What are they even called? Sexy, hot, cat, jungle people, I don't know. It's a, does anybody remember? Huh? You never saw Pandora? Are you lying? Pandora or Avatar? Oh, Avatar. They lived on Pandora. I haven't you haven't seen either? What's the name of the movie? Boy, I'm losing it. Avatar? Okay. Wasn't Avatar the cartoon with the little dude that had the arrow on his head and he could <laughs> blow air or something? I don't know. I can't keep up with it all. So, uh, so the, the, the sexy hot cat model uh, high priestess says, uh, what was his name, Jake? Yeah. Is it Jake? Okay, we got an Avatar fan right here. Okay, keep us... <laughs> Keep, keep me straight. Um, what does she say to 
Jake Suley, you cannot fill a cup that is already full, right? Did I get the line right? Is that it? Yeah. You cannot fill a cup that is already full. Okay, so. So. I may have, I may have added that last part. So the, 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 the sexy hot cat high priestess, man, she, she got it down, man. She knows. Jake already knows everything. What am I going to tell you? You, you, oh, you're so smart, you know everything. Wisdom is speaking, but we think we've already got everything figured out. We're too smart for our own good. This is what Jesus said, Matthew chapter 11. I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. If you're gonna get what God's saying to you, you got to small yourself. You need to die to yourself what you think, what you feel, what you know. No, what does the Bible say? 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Greeks seek after wisdom, and the gospel is just simple, and to the wise it sounds foolish. But here's the deal, verse 25 says, the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how not, that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, Wisdom is speaking, but some people, they're just too smart to hear it. They're too smart for their own good. Now, on the other hand, on the other end of the scale, some people are legitimately too stupid to care what wisdom says. They're all about how they feel and what they want in the flesh. Proverbs seventeen sixteen says, wherefore, wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? Why are you going to pay your tuition when you're just going to smoke your semester away? Why would you do that? Some, I mean, wisdom speaking, but you're, you, you, you can't even see the value in it. You don't even care. You'll pay one way or the other. Verse 10, she's speaking with right, right value, judgment. Value is your blank. She says, receive my instruction and not silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. In other words, you've got to decide what you're going to get out of life. Do you want God's wisdom or do you want, to, you want some cash? you want some wealth for yourself? You know, a wealthy life, a self-focused life, you know, there's no sin in being wealthy. Uh, the sin is serving wealth, loving wealth, you know. And so a, a self-focused pursuit of wealth in this world, you're going to get that at the expense of the reality of God's word at your life. Uh, Jesus said it this way in Mark chapter 10. You know the story. Good master, what do I got to do to be right with you? Well, sell it all and come follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. And he was sad. He went away grieved for he had great possessions. Look at what Jesus says in verse 23. How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? How hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? What do you want? You want to walk with God or do you want wealth? Wisdom is saying what I've got is better than any wealth the world can ever offer. Can you see it? And when you see it and you want what wisdom is saying more than anything, guess what? That's what you're going to find. You're going to get out of life exactly what you want out of life. That's how it works. If you want to fatten your wallet and sweeten your pad, well, that's what you'll do with your life and you'll waste it. 
Uh, you'll work for things that perish. You'll work for things that are temporal. But man, if you see the value of wisdom and you go after it, God will make sure you get it. That is the one scavenger hunt that you go on that you're going to get. I mean, you're going to hit the mother load on. God will open his word to you. You'll be blessed. All right, wisdom's value. Verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. So prudent people are people who choose well. They know how to walk well. They've got foresight. So if you walk in the word, right, proverb a day, I say this from time to time, you know, feel like you're not too smart. Proverb a day keeps foolish away, keeps stupid away. Right? Proverb, you, you'll, get, you'll start thinking like God. Read a proverb a day, and then you'll start choosing well. Knowledge of witty inventions. Wisdom's gonna help you work out problems. When you got a problem, uh, you're gonna be able to work it out easier because you've learned how to think Bible thought, wisdom thought, the wisdom of God. You know, you study major inventions by believers, and history is full of examples. Just Google it. Famous Christian inventors, scientists. Uh, they're like, I mean, they're thick, man. The, the history of this world, the, the, the quantum leaps in society. Uh, more often than not, a Christian is at the source of that discovery. And you say, well, prove it. Okay, all you need to know is peanut butter. That's all you need to know to remember this principle. <laughs> peanut butter. Uh, one of my heroes, because he's where I'm from, okay, he's a, he's a country boy. Grew up southwest Missouri, it's where I'm from. He developed peanut butter, plywood, dyes. As a matter of fact, George Washington Carver is known as one of the single most prolific scientists, practical scientists that the world has ever known. This cat was born in slavery. He goes from being birthed into slavery to being known as the plant professor. Hundreds of inventions, hundreds of discovery came out of this man. Okay, listen to what he said. Okay, all of his inventions, Carver humbly, humbly gives the credit to Jesus. And he said over and over, often he said this, the Lord has guided me and without my savior I am nothing. Here's this very humble, very simple man that's smarter than all of us put together in this room. Um, just remember peanut butter. That'll keep you straight on verse 12. You just put that out in the margin of your Bible by verse 12. Peanut butter. The fear of the Lord, verse 13, is what? What's the beginning of wisdom? That's what it is. Oh, what does it say? Well, God's wisdom is better than anything you can get in the world. What do you want more than anything? I want her. You light up my life. What do you want more than anything in the world? The latest Porsche. Three, four, seven, eight, nine, whatever. I don't know what the model numbers are. Oh, that was, oh, that was, you can't take care of that. That'll beat you to the grave. What do you want more than anything in the world? I want to think God's thoughts. I want to know and understand what God has said. I want to know God's word, God's will over my life. Bingo. That's the right question. Remember, Solomon asked that. And then everything else he had flew out of that. See, the fear of the Lord will make you invest your time in right things. It will also lead you to hate for key things. Let's get these down in our notes and we'll, we'll break for prayer. The fear of the Lord will lead you to hate four things. To hate pride, 
Okay, that's the first thing, because pride is satanic. That's your next blank. And you see that in Lucifer. Pride destroyed him. He wanted to be God in the place of God. He knew better than God. So you'll hate pride. Number two, you'll hate arrogancy. Arrogancy is pride in practice, okay? So don't think Lucifer there, I mean, you could. But your best example, if you want a good study in arrogancy, check out Nabal and look at the result of, an, of, of a life pursuing arrogancy. Pride and practice. Three, the evil way. You'll hate the evil way. Why? Because that's rebellion against God's word. Think Jeroboam. Oh my goodness. Study King Jeroboam, his pursuit of the evil way and the destruction that it wrought in his life and the life of God's people. And the froward mouth do I hate. Crooked talk, I hate it. The froward mouth is rebellion in your word. It's crooked speech, it's froward, it's perverse speech. And we, we covered that territory in Proverbs chapter two. But pride, arrogancy, the evil way, the froward mouth, those are the things that are hardwired in our flesh. That's what we do naturally, right? These are the very things that, that we wrestle with. Proverbs 19.20 says it this way. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart, right? You've, you deal with pride and arrogancy in the evil way in the froward mouth. This is why you need the counsel of the Lord because that will stand. Your pride will not stand. Your arrogancy will not stand. Your evil way, your froward mouth, that will not carry you on judgment day. The word of the Lord will stand. Be standing with the word of the Lord. Say, so you know what? It hurts my pride. I'm still going to lay it down. I'm really sad I didn't have it all figured out that I need the Lord's help. I'm going to lay my arrogancy down. I'm done talking trash on the word of God. Let God be true. I'm the liar. I'm going to humble myself before the Lord. I'm done pursuing the evil way. I'm done trust. You know, the world says trust your heart. God says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Lord, for me to live as Christ and to die is gain. I'm done doing it my way. That is the right response to wisdom's cry. And then wisdom is ruling in your life. So we want to pray for our daily appointment with, with wisdom. We want to hear what she has to say. Counsel is mine, verse 14. And sound wisdom, I am understanding, I have strength. By me kings reign and princes decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. You want to really get something done in this world? Do it by wisdom. When the wicked rule, that's desperation because wisdom is ignored. I'll give you the cross references there, right? A wicked ruler just destroys the people. When the righteous are in authority, people rejoice. You've got a, kind of a, a small illustration of that with uh, in so many places, there's been so much overreach, so many, so many components of our society have been destroyed uh, because of Overreach. Now you got areas in our country where we don't have, you know, really good, uh, wise governmental leadership. It comes off authoritarian, and people are suffering. As a matter of fact, in California, they said enough. This has got to stop. The doctors are writing. Hundreds of doctors are saying we're we're going to have more deaths from suicide than we would from the virus. Uh, we have to open things back up. And so again, you know, these are things that are above my pay grade, but just remember this, right? When the wicked, when the wicked rule, uh, there's, 
There's, it's, it's, it's desperation. The people are ravaged. And again, this, is a, this would be a simple, low-level illustration. Uh, history gives much greater examples. Think Nero and the destruction. He would, he would kill Christians for sport. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. So when the righteous rule, it's rejoicing because there's the added blessing. They're ruling with wisdom. Think, you know, think Solomon. Uh, the people are enriched through a righteous rule. Why? Because the righteous rule has the mind of Christ, and so there is naturally service to others. Anytime there is service to others, that's a benefit to them. Verse 17, wisdom is why you need your mornings in the word. Because you're gonna have a day that needs to count. So you want to hear, you want to check in with wisdom. Is there anything I need to know today? I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. But it's not just your quiet time that we're talking about. This is why our, this is why our Kit Town ministry is so critical. We need replacement workers because we don't have Kit Town open yet. And uh, not cool. That's not cool. And I know it's going to take time, and we're working on that. But, but uh, it's most, most people that get saved, they get saved young. And uh, I mentioned this before, you know, it's probably worth illustrating again. How many of us in this room came to Christ before we were 40 years of age? Put your hand up real big. If you got saved before you were 40, raise your hand. I think there's like three or four of us that are older than 40. Okay, if you got saved before 40, keep it up. If you got saved before 30, before you were 30 years old, you were born again. Let me see your hand. If you got saved before... You were 25, keep your hands up, before 25. If you got saved before you were 18, keep your hands up, real big. I was saved before I was 18. So just over half of us were born again before we were 18 years of age. We became a, a, a Christian. Uh, wisdom says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. And we got to lead children to seek wisdom early. Most people that get saved do so young. But, okay, that would be just one application. You need a quiet time. Seek God's mind. Listen to what wisdom has to say before you face the world each day. And you'll see an analog in Matthew 6. Seek God first, right? Seek God first in his righteousness. And then the things that you need, they're added. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters, and Lord, I pray uh, that, Lord, we'd be sober. Help us to walk circumspectly in these days, not as fools. Lord, help us to redeem the time. Help us to be Ephesians for kingdom-building, uh, kingdom-invested workers. Lord, help us to be wise and circumspect. Help us to be wise as serpents. And uh, Lord, I don't want to take any insight from anyone at any level, but Lord, help us to be in that wisdom, harmless as doves. Lord, help us to recognize that we have an opportunity to be a part of what you're doing through your people, or we have an opportunity to be used of the enemy to sow discord and division. Lord, help us to realize that every day is an opportunity to grow in wisdom and discernment and understanding, to hear what the word is saying. Or it's an opportunity lost and we ignore your word and we go away that's right in our own eyes and, and then, Lord, it, it leads to 
best case scenario, the destruction of the opportunity where you were gonna use us uh, for your glory in some particular way. Uh, but God, I pray that my brothers and sisters, that Lord, you'd bless them and that you'd build in us a hunger for wisdom. That Lord, that's what we would wanna get with all our getting, to get wisdom, to get understanding. Uh, Lord, to learn of you, to set, it, to set at wisdom's feet and be instructed. And then Lord, to walk in wisdom. Lord, walk so as to be blessed in our lives. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.